When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Reach out, touch faith. Breathing, you gas. 
possessed. It's an omen, I keep it 300. Like the Romans, 300 bitches. Where the Trojans, baby, we living in the moment. I've been a menace for the longest, but I ain't finished. I'm devoted, and you know it, and you know it. So follow me, I could this shit about to go. Down on your ass. Whoa, that was a little bit more intense than I thought it would be when I initially picked it this afternoon. And now I'm listening deep into the night and I realize that's very intense, but we're going to go with it because it's Monday and we need a little pick me up, a little wake me up, if you will. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey. This is your Monday episode. Uh, It is, uh, what is it, 12 a.m. I'm in Arizona right now. It has been quite a week. Uh, I do want to uh, mention right off the top, if you guys didn't know, I released three episodes in the last couple of days, a full Summer House recap, a full Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale recap, and a Real Housewives of New Jersey recap. My mom appears in two of those episodes, plus we talk about Kanye and a lot of other stuff. So those are all there for you to enjoy at any time, but... I had kind of a crazy week last night. It really went so fast. I was hanging out with, well, not hanging out. I came out to be with my friend who was, uh, had a death in, in the family and, and uh, came down to, to help him with some things and be with him. And then since I was here, I went over and hung out with my mom. Uh, always a delight. And then it, it so happened I was here on the same weekend that my my BFFs, Matt and Jessica, who I um, I uh, I was their officiant at their wedding, and uh, I did a damn fine job. If I'm um, to be honest, they invited me to go see this Innings Music Festival. Now this has been it's been a while since I did a full two day music festival, and I gotta tell you folks, I am I am not I'm not in shape for this kind of stuff. We got we gotta we gotta put a plan in action, folks. We gotta get back to our fighting weight. We gotta get back to I mean, like my God. I mean, just walk, just standing on my feet for more than two hours was pretty intense, but it was a fun two days. I got to see Foo Fighters, St. Vincent, Tame Impala, um, The War on Drugs, um, uh, Black Pumas, Matt and Kim brought so uh, brought back so many great memories, but I was so out of shape, and there was not even drugs involved. I mean, this was just purely watching great music and uh, in Arizona, so that was a good time. Um, I think I'm staying here one more day, and then I'll be back on Tuesday to Los Angeles. Not that you need to know any of this, but it always feels real when I tell you guys. Um, I was planning on doing a bunch of news stories before we get to uh, our pop culture roundup today. But I just watched Euphoria when I got home from the music festival, and I am, I'm still processing. If you guys watch Euphoria, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you didn't, uh, I envy you. Just 
going about your day without the tragedy of the Euphoria second season finale. Now, there'll be a guest on this week where we'll be talking a little bit more about Euphoria, so I'm not going to do any spoiler alert, but I will say in the conversation that you're about to hear, we do talk a lot about Euphoria, about what we think is going to happen on the finale. Now, um, we do not have Sophie Ross with us this week. She is in Miami having a little vacay, but we have the second best thing. We have our good friend Lex Nico who is just incredible. I love her so much. And I honestly did that when I found out Sophie wasn't coming, I was like, Oh, let me ask her first. And it's always so great. I just get a geek out, like I geek out over great people that know exactly what we're talking about here. And she knows everything. And this is the kind of conversation that I would be having, even if I wasn't recording this, like, this is the kind of guy was like, Oh my God, Lex, like it, it's just too, two two kids geeking out and uh, I hope you guys dig it cuz I had such a fun time talking with her. We go over so many pop culture stories today. We really run the gamut. Um I have not seen the Salt Lake reunion yet. I will see that tomorrow and I'll talk about that a little bit probably on Tuesday and uh and and the other Bravo shows, but this kind of runs the gamut of all the pop culture stories and then i'll be back on tuesday to speak with you and stuff so uh i am catching up sorry for not being able to release episodes on tuesday and wednesday and uh thursday did i release it thursday night i released so sorry about the delay i know um i know podcast listeners are very particular about you know expecting something and i totally get that i don't like letting you guys down but i really did have some stuff that i had to attend to so i tried to make it up at the end of the week Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and we have a new week ahead of us, so let's make the best of this week. Thank you so much for supporting me. Uh, you know, it's so funny. It's This is so um, all-consuming, this, doing this, and I wouldn't have it any other way, you know? There's not an hour go- that goes by, even at a concert, where I'm like, oh my god, I gotta talk about this on the podcast. Oh my god, I gotta tell these guys about this. Oh my god, I, I, I they're gonna love this if I talk about this. I've forgotten all of those things, of course, but uh, hopefully I'll remember them at some point this week. But you guys are always uh, there with me at all times. I'm always thinking about this, and uh, I really do hope you guys have the best week out there. Um, So let's start it off right. Here is an amazing conversation with the one, the only, Lex Nico. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad it's good. Today, this is Monday, guys. This is your pop culture roundup. This is how we start the week. We've got to make this a good week because there is so much bad out there. So let us concentrate this next hour on trying to have a good time. We might talk about some deep stuff. We might not. But the whole point is to make you laugh, to take your mind off things. Uh, We are not uh, ignorant to the fact of what is going on in the world. Uh, There are going to be places on my Instagram that I have set up to donate uh, for Ukraine. Bethany is doing amazing work with Be Strong, as well as a lot of other organizations. But right now, I want to do what we normally do, if that's okay with you guys. And also, like I talked about last Last week, take care of yourself. If this is not something that you want to listen to right now, remember that the most power you have is just turning it off, being with yourself. I'm not even joking when I say this. Look after yourself. But right now, how I handle anxiety, how I handle nerves is making horrible, horrible jokes and podcasts. And that's what we're going to do now. Now, normally Monday, we have our co-host Sophie Ross. Now, Sophie 
unfortunately is in jail right now. She cannot get out. No, she's in Miami having a good time. She's probably eating at Carbone, probably dating Kanye West. Who knows? But we had somebody, I, I immediately went to this person. There was no other person I asked because I was like, she is perfect. And I've been wanting to talk to her. And as we know, podcasting is a way for you to catch up with friends that you are not able to catch up with in real life. So we ha- are honored today to have a TikTok star, Instagram influencer, uh, uh, Pinterest uh, employee. I mean, just every, we're going to talk all this stuff. Lex Nico, welcome back to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I just nicest I really, damn intro. <laughs> I really went on a I, I went on a rant there. Wow. I loved it. I was um, like gonna cry, then my heart felt warm. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you today. Hi. Well, well, now I know you wanted to start off the bat. You had written a poem for Putin. Yes. Is there I did. Anything? <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm not your mother. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I swear to God, Ryan. I'm sorry. I so we're referring to Annalyn McCord, you guys, who the way I know Annalyn McCord is she's an actor from the 90210 reboot. And yeah. I know she has mental health issues. And I know I know there are other things. I'm not, you know, like I, I know she did a Call Her Daddy episode, I believe, mm-hmm. I think, and talked about this. But I think the audacity to make yourself a main character in a war with Ukraine and Putin. She wrote a poem to Putin and it was very, it gave high school theater for me. Yes. And you know what? I I. It's so hard. And I think maybe I make too many exceptions for these celebrities sometimes. And I'm like, I get it. I see where she was trying to go. I really do. But I'm just like, did we not learn anything after the imagined video? Did we not have a publicist? A PR person. We were we were six uh, six hours into a war, folks, and she had already written a whole poem and then recorded the poem. And I was like, did she memorize the poem? Did she have it on a a screen behind her? Was it a one taker? Like what what was this? Well, don't you want to see the takes she didn't use? Yes, I absolutely do. How do you not have somebody close in your life that'll tell you, "Yo, I think that's a really bad idea for you to like"? Please don't release that. Please. This is my like. I will never get the answer to this question with celebrities is how do they, they either surround themselves with these yes people or like, how is nobody there to be like, babes, maybe. Even even Kanye was like too (laughs) soon. Kanye was like too much. Yes. Um, So that was crazy. I'm so glad you brought that up because (laughs) I just watched it again before I jumped on here to make sure I was crystal clear on it. And I, I, I cannot believe it. It's giving high school theater as you really because I remember being in high school theater and taking myself so seriously like I remember I remember like I have ideas and thoughts and thank God social media wasn't really what it is now because I would have put so many bad poems on Facebook to like girls (laughs) that I like you know like you imagine the embarrassing thing like I'm so thankful in so many ways that I didn't have a TikTok you know I know well I mean okay I am also I'm an older generation person too but like could you imagine like the MSN statuses of it all? Or like, did you guys have ICQ in America or is that a Canadian thing? Where it was like, you would change your status update to well, these emo terms. And well, yeah, on Facebook. Well, remember back in the day on Facebook and all that, people would literally put uh, like the, the most tortured lyric from a song and then just, you know, just, uh, just put that out there. Like just put that out there for anybody to see. I did that. I did that. And you would update your status multiple times a day. And I would get my friends right. me being like, yo, dude, you okay. And I'm like, I'm fine. It is such the cry for help, which cracks me up now because, you know, I'm an older dude and I'll post stuff on Instagram and my mom 
God, God bless her. She looks at everything and she'll be like, I said, I'm, I said something on an Instagram post, like I'm down real bad. Da, da, da. And it was a joke about, and she goes, Hey, is this true? Are you down real bad? And I said, no, no mom. That's an answer. It's, it's internet slang. Yeah. And by the way, explaining that even kind of reveals like a darker shame for me where I'm having to explain something that I potentially shouldn't even be on. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, how is this the conversation that I am having with my mother as an adult <laughs> in this point in my life? Now my mom is like all over. My mom will, my mom is the biggest celebrity troll in my DMs. Like sometimes I share things that she says, and I'm sometimes I'm like, I can't even post this because you are ruthless. <laughs> what so I've been in Arizona this week. I've been with my best friend and, and we had talked about uh, last week, you guys, his, his father passed away and I was with him. And then I was hanging out with my mom for a couple of days. And then I uh, am stopped just to kind of decompress. And I'm going to a, a music festival uh, in Arizona and we saw Foo Fighters last night, which was great, but we have a guy with us, our crew named Steven, and he's an airline pilot and which is a really, I mean, great job. And he goes, how's it going? And I was like, well, this Kanye shit, man, it is crazy. Like we got to watch Saturday Night Live tonight to see if Pete Davidson, what the, and he goes, he goes, what's going on with Kanye? And I, and I go, and I go, well, you know, he's like bullying Pete Davidson. And it's like, and he's like, who's Pete Davidson? And I'm like, oh, he's on Saturday Night Live. And then, and then I was like, oh, but he's dating Kim Kardashian. And he's like, well, I thought Kim Kardashian was with Kanye. I was like, yeah, what are you doing? Now you get it. But, like, but where also, have you been? <laughs> do you like all this stuff that we love and that so many people love that are listening I have to remind myself that probably 70% of people have no clue what we're talking about. A hundred percent. And I forget all of the time, everything that you just said, I'm like, how does somebody not know that? And I'm like, oh, they have a life that's different, but I'm just like, how? It just <laughs> feels like everyday news to me. Yeah. I'm like, like, okay, dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Can we was... talk about Kanye though? Like, well, we know that's definitely a news. And, and I do want to say, it's like, Guys, I get it. Like we probably shouldn't just talk about the person, but we live and 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 breathe pop culture. So he is doing so he's doing all of the things. So yes. many, so too many of the things. But in a week of just Kanye's life is more than most pop culture like personal have pop culture stories for the whole year. You know, like it makes other pop culture celebrities seem lazy. We started this Correct. week off with, I believe, I think it was last Sunday when he was bullying Skeet on Instagram. Yep. And then right? he deleted, and Pete Davidson deleted his Instagram because Kanye's fans were dropping just ruthless comments. Um, he posted, I think, one photo or one video and his fans, Kanye's fans were just like being terrible. So he scrapped that. And then Kim went to a judge and said that, you know, she needs this divorce. Have it's causing to- emotional distress. Yes, his yes, Instagram, his yes. social media posts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Kim can't prove that I posted those photos. <laughs> but what kills me, Ryan, what really gets me going is, do you remember? So there's an Instagram now called Kanye deleted. It's Kanye.deleted. Yeah. All of the posts that he's deleted. And he literally has one. I, my account has not been hacked with the date and he wrote it and he's holding <laughs> it. And I'm like, dude, what are you even saying? Well- and this is the fun, you know, it's like, it's it, the, there's so much conversation about race in America, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. I also want to kind of start including more and more of the conversation of male and female, you know, yes. um, you know, men in this country, we really get it. We, we really have it over you females in so many ways in a horrible way. Like the fact that Kanye can argue this stuff when we've watched him have so many mental breakdowns, yet he is going to potentially, since he can't have Kim, make her life miserable. Correct. And he's going to try and have this carbon copy Kim 
that he has walking around. Her name with is Cheney, her. Cheney, Cheney Jones, Jones, right? So yeah. guys, he is now with a Kim Kardashian lookalike, Cheney Jones, that supposedly she slid into Kanye's DM. So we're off the Julia Fox train. That was mm-hmm. only, you know, two months of vibes, quote unquote, which like I said, I have a contest for So Bad It's Good is that we're going to track Julia Fox's Instagram numbers from here on. We're at 1.2 million that. followers now and we've remained there for a week. I don't know what the exact, it's probably gone up because she's doing a lot of runway shows and stuff, but I really do want to see what the, you know, trajectory is. Well, is she able? Out. Is she able to do something with this, like of note, of rather than just being this kind of uncut jams in the pan? Uncut you know? jams. Okay, well, by so the way, we're sick of that too. Sorry, I'm so excited to talk to you. I know, <laughs> but I'm also just like with Julia. This is the thing. It's like at first I was weirded out, and then throughout her evolution, it's like I'm now rooting for her. I'm like. I want her to take this and be able to leverage it and parlay it into something big. Like that to me is the, you know, the new American dream story. But Lex, what what are we rooting But what are we, I was talking this morning to uh, my friends that I'm staying with and we were talking about, uh, we we said the term reality stars. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, I hate that we use reality stars. I wish we would just like reality, like reality, like reality people, you know, because stars, we used to have stars in this country back in the day. We used to have like- to be a proper country. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we had the Madonnas and we had the, you know, and it's like nowadays, if you're even on a reality show, you're considered a star. If you're on TikTok, you're a star. Mm -hmm. You know, stars being really kind of stretched to its maximum. But like, what are we- I keep asking about Julia Fox. What are we rooting for? Like, what does she do? Like, what? I mean, I know she did Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. I loved it. But <laughs> what are we rooting for? So for her to be pretty on runways, what are we rooting for? For me personally, in like, you know, digesting all of her interviews and really taking it in, like, I think I'm rooting for her to be respected as an artist. And it's almost weird to say that in the sense, like, I know she wants to get continue with acting and write and possibly direct, but like, I want her to be respected in whatever craft of her choosing. And why I say it's weird is it's almost the same thing as like a Kim Kardashian. It's like, she was the original reality star, but she has been able to build her personal brand into this place of like respect. And she goes above and beyond. And it's like, I kind of want that evolution for somebody like a Julia Fox. So I don't know why, it's just, I think she's handled this all with like a really level, like a leveled energy of like letting things roll off her back. But I'm just like, is it leveled energy or is it extreme cockiness where it doesn't deserve to be cockiness where she had that? That's corner. what we don't know. And that's, well, that, that's fascinating. What, on, on her podcast, you know, she was like, girl, I, I, this is, I only date billionaires or some, something of that yes, nature. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's, I was like, I only date thousandaires, you know, like yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, by the way, we've seen her baby daddy who yes. is definitely not a billionaire. <laughs> it is. But it, by the way, this to me is what pop culture is. It's kind of these weird outline stories that they shove into the mainstream. Yeah. I just think of like, like Lex, if you, if, if you bump into Kanye in Miami, just randomly, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to be talked into being his boo for like a month? Because in the end, it's going to help all your numbers. It's going to help because like, do I really think him and Julia like sat there and had heart to hearts and like, you no. know, like I, I try to actually you know, when she wrote up all of this in interview magazine of exactly what they did. And it, you know, it's like, we went downtown and watched Zola at this like 10 people with Dave. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all weird and fine, but like, would you do that? This is the thing. I want to say no, but <laughs> I bet I could be convinced to say yes. I'm curious what they would have to offer me to say yes. 
And I, I want to say no, but I would be lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I mean, like, honestly, the only part of it that really appeals to me is being told how to dress. Like I would, I would love if somebody would just tell me what to wear every day. Like here's a hundred percent. Like that even is cool to me. I'm like, I, that would take so much work out of my, like, I'm like right now, I'm just even confused on which basketball shorts to wear. Correct. Same. What sweatpants Um, do I put on my gray ones or my Navy ones? I would love that. I would be way too tired for all of the travel and going out to eat at all these different places and the photo shoots, but the clothes I would take a hundred percent and the exposure. Yes. I would love that. Well, doesn't it seem. Well, doesn't it seem, yeah, like you, you just mentioned, it seems exhausting, exhausting to where you're like, oh my God, like I'm of the nature of like, can we stay in bed and like watch what's on the DVR? Can we, mm-hmm. can we just order like some Uber Eats in and like chill? Like there's, doesn't seem to be a lot of that anywhere near Kanye. Not at all whatsoever. And what's so interesting with Kim now with Pete is it, it feels like, you know, they went to like Knott's Farms for Halloween. They're going to the movie theater. Yes, they're going out for dinner, but they're going to more of these low key places. It's like, she's almost doing this like 180 of what she had with Kanye. And I wonder- do we, believe, do we believe Kim or do we believe she's cosplaying as normal? I believe the situation because I think that she wants, she recognizes that she's at a point in her celebrity where like, it doesn't matter what she does. And there's something empowering about that to just do more low key things and like live your life in a more real way, because I assume it's extremely challenging for her to be able to do that. So I'm, I'm wondering if she's like craving that, you know? Well, I, I, I totally agree with you, but it is funny because there is still and Kardashians, you guys know, like, I, I love how passionate we either are in loving them or hating mm-hmm. them, but you can't deny it's like, unfortunately, they have a stranglehold on pop culture, which Kanye is an extension of. And the funny thing is, you know, there is that conversation to be had that Kanye created Kim in so many ways, like Kanye legitimized Kim, all of that stuff. But regardless, she took it and ran with it and did an amazing job. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, everybody can go back and be like, Kim would have never been on the cop- the cover of Vogue. For the first time, she was on it with Kanye because he had a relationship with Anna Winter. Like, but she's taken it and she's evolved herself into this place. And, you know, I think what's hard too when we get into the conversation around mental health as it pertains to Kanye in this scenario is you're right. It's like we are making excuses, I think, sometimes because we recognize that there's an issue there. But this is a man. And I saw this, I saw somebody say this, and then I saw a bunch of people say it like he's attacking her online. He is like going after her. Like if you had a boy, if you had an ex that was all of a sudden doing this to you, your family would be worried for you. Your friends would be worried for you. And I would be worried. Like, are you okay? Like, please don't get back together with him, Lex. Please don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we're not billionaires, you guys, but these are basic scenarios that happen Mm -hmm. to all of us, no matter how much money you have, we've all had scary partners. And I think, unfortunately it seems to be, more men doing this kind of stuff. In fact, we had Shauna Mokler from Big Big yes. Brother. Her um, her dude like put Did the you? scariest. Oh my god! He went on her Instagram when she was still she was off the show, but she was in the house. So I think he had access to her Insta. Went on a live, said that she had just got home, went and slept at the neighbor's house. But he was going crazy. And what's so again? I don't. I, I'm making an assumption here because in my mind, I'm like there is no way that he did this out of his own fruition. Like maybe he was on something or whatever, but he's like, I'm completely sober. It's the morning, but he was unhinged. 
Well, in the video, you guys. So, scary. so the guy's name, um, just so we can get Matthew a little something. Yeah, it's Matthew Rondeau, R-O-N-D-E-A-U. And he posted a video on social of like outside of the house. She's like, like she's a C word. F that. Yep. F. And, and guys, he really does come off very scary, very threatening. And of course, so there's a protective order that got issued. Shauna is going to have, and it, it lasts until March 3rd. And then she's going to have to renew that. She has not renewed it thus far. And a lot of people are scared that they definitely are in a codependent abusive relationship because he is softened now and has been posting things of like, she's the love of my life. We love each other so deeply. So unfortunately, a lot of people are saying they potentially will probably get back together, but we're watching these things in pop culture that are really scary because of social media and we've all been through them. So mm-hmm. we're kind of like, you, you're like, oh my God, this is not over by a long shot, but we see how angry he gets when, and I, I haven't thought about Shauna Mokler since like meet the Barkers. Exactly. When she was on the reality show. I know. And you're right. It's so, it's almost odd because it's like, these are celebrities, but it's very human, regular things that they're going through. And it's, you know, sadly as stars are just like us situation, but what's so scary with the two of them is like, when I think about it, I know I saw like comments by celebs, like their kids, her kids were posting like, finally, thank God. Da, 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 da. And it's like, your kids are involved here now. We're like, they, I think a lot of people thought that, you know, Alabama and Landon and um, is it Ariana, who's Oscar de la Hoya's child with Shanna, yeah. like that they were distancing themselves from the mother because of Courtney and they wanted to be with the Kardashians. But like, it was, I also think it was a lot about this boyfriend and she was breaking up and getting back together with him. And they would make comments on their TikTok in the early days and uh, comments on her posts and things like that. And it's like, I think they were distancing themselves because of this guy. And so if he comes back into her life in a romantic way, like, just like it sucks for these kids. Well, that's what I think like about. They're imagine, to believe their mom. Well, imagine you guys out there. We've seen our parents like make mistakes, and you're always like, "Oh man, I'm a kid, and I'm even watching my parents." Not you, mm-hmm. Becky. Not not you, mom. But you know what I'm <laughs> like. We watch that, and like, and by the way, <laughs> Alabama's a whole nother conversation. The first 16 year old <laughs> girl that looks like in her late 30s. Um, Holy, it's a whole is... thing, but she seems like a genuine, sensitive uh, mm-hmm. girl that's watching her mom go through a rough time, which I can't even imagine what that's like in the public eye. But at the same time, we're now using social media as this. If you're a celebrity, you use social media as a tool, maybe as an influencer, but now you're also using it as a tool to potentially get back spouses like Kanye's trying to do to threaten people like Kanye's trying to do with Pete. Now, Pete, like you said, got um, scared, not scared off Instagram, but he got shouted off Instagram because Kanye told people to harass, harass him. So mm-hmm. he started his Instagram account back up a couple of weeks ago, didn't post anything, followed two people, Sebastian Stan and Kim Kardashian. Do you know what the Sebastian Stan thing was? My only thing is that he started watching Pam and Tommy on <laughs> Hulu and really likes it because here's the thing, Ryan, like I have mutuals, like mutual friends of Sebastian Stan. I've never like met him. I don't know him deeply and intimately, but I know his crew of friends and there has never been any conversation of like Pete Davidson being a part of that crew. And I've never seen it in photos or anything like that. But that being said, I really am just like, he probably was like getting high one day and was like, I'm going to put on this Pam and Tommy puts it on, loves it. And he's like, I love this guy. (laughs) 
Yeah, Pete, Pete, Pete's like, my dick talks too. That's amazing. Yes, right? yes, um, 100%. But, so he does that, you guys. His profile photo is of Jimmy Stewart from It's a Wonderful Life. And of course, Pete did a, a reading of that during the pandemic uh, for a fundraiser. So people are assuming that's what it meant. But also the Jimmy Stewart character in It's a Wonderful Life is learning to appreciate his life and what it would like, you know, all this stuff. So Pete posts nothing except that he finally posts uh, a, a quote from the movie The King of Comedy, which is a Scorsese film with Robert De Niro that came out in the seven early 80s, I believe. And it was like, I'd rather be um, I'd rather be a, a king for one night than a schmuck for the rest of my life. Or it was something with the schmuck for the rest of my life line that Robert De Niro says in that movie. And people took that. That's why media is so funny. People took that of like, oh, my God, he is directly commenting at Kanye with this yeah, quote. It's a clap back. Blah, clap blah, back. blah. <laughs> yeah. So by the way. I, you know, but here's the deal. Pete deserves as many clapbacks as he want. I don't know if that, that's the lightest clapback in history. If that, you know, they, Kanye's literally putting Pete's face on things and making fun of him and all that stuff, like putting him in raps. Oh my gosh. The MCU. Remember the first Avengers? Dude, Kanye was like, well, you know, what's so funny for somebody that's supposed to be like ultra stylistic and style, all this stuff. One of the worst meme makers I've ever (laughs) met in my life. And also doesn't know how to crop a photo on Instagram. Doesn't know how to like, he is so sloppy that I'm like, dude, where have you gotten people like thinking that you're like a fashionable person? You know, I don't know. And I mean, first of all, I was very upset last week when Gap came out with their second Dude, rollout you a of TikTok video about this two hundred and seventy dollar hoodies for yeah. the Gap Balenciaga uh, partnership. But it's a Gap Yeezy hoodie engineered by Balenciaga, which in my mind is just a fancy way of saying we produce it in the same warehouse that they produce Balenciaga. Yeah, is that how, so how like, explain? Is that what how it works? That's my understanding of it. Is it's like. It's Gap and Yeezy, and maybe the designer from Balenciaga oversaw some of the creative direction with Kanye, but it's a Yeezy-Gap collab, and then it's probably produced or manufactured in the same warehouse as where Balenciaga is made. Maybe Balenciaga blesses it like the Pope? Yes, I know. So I cannot sit here and tell you that it's like Balenciaga quality stuff versus Gap, because I'm pretty sure it's Gap quality with like a Yeezy or Balenciaga lens. I love falling into the gap, Lex, but I'm not going to pay $270 for Same. a hoodie. And also those hoodies, I, I can already tell they hug the waist too much and I have thick thighs. <laughs> I do not need to highlight my thick thighs. And like, in we fact, do not I don't need wear, a cinch. <laughs> I don't want to wear those rubber boots. I don't want to wear the, I don't like Kanye's style right now. Yeah. And I don't want this to be like, what I hate about style is that you keep seeing this stuff. Like the first couple of times you're like, that's stupid. That's stupid. And if you see it enough times, you start to normalize it and you're like, do I like that? Like, that's yep. how, why, why all of this sucks. Like those boots are ugly, right? Like, yes, come on. they're, they're wild. Is I mean, Noah, is there like going to be a storm? At some <laughs> I point? don't know. And you're so right. It's like, you see things enough time that you like start to be like, Oh, maybe I actually am into this or maybe it's cool. But like, there's a limit to, you know, how far I can go. And I, you know, I, I will say it when the gap Yeezy did their first drop with like the jacket, the big blue jacket that Julie yeah. was wearing. I bought that jacket. Cause I was like, it's 200 bucks. It's gap, but it's also Yeezy. I want, you know, to say that I like owned a piece of it. And so I bought that jacket, but now I'm like, now they're just skyrocketing gap stuff to like a sweater for 250 or $70, like <laughs> well, just $270. Let, let me know jeans? when this, no. stuff hits the, let me know when this stuff hits the gap outlet. In Bourbon. Right? That's what I want to exactly. like. That's when I will, but listen, I like, 
I, it's just so odd. And by the way, we, I think we have a friend, Kay York city that actually mm-hmm. works for the gap and yep. like is in charge of some of this stuff. So I'm like, what a cool thing to be a part of, but at the same time, like, come on, you guys remember gap is supposed to still be affordable clothing in a basic level. And I I'm all for being cool, but we are at this other point in society where it's like, what is cool is in the eye of the beholder and don't let somebody tell you what's cool. Find your own cool out there. That's but right. Kanye, these Like, I like the Eagle design, I guess. But then what were the other ones that he just posted on Instagram recently where it was like 20 pictures of people in garbage bags? Okay, so that's where I'm also confused because that stuff didn't launch. But it's all, I don't know if it's Gap. I think it says Gap. Yeah, it's Gap. It's like the sweater launch, but these like pants, these new jackets, these things, like there's a t-shirt here. They didn't launch. It was just the hoodie um, another article of clothing and then a denim jacket and a pair of denim jeans. And they, only look, like de- they look like dementors from Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. They do. And I went to universal studios last week and there's a Harry Potter ride and those dementors scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, that's, but like, if you saw people coming down in Kanye's collection, I would like run as fast as I could. I would be like, no, don't, don't do this. Like, it's just, yeah, this is full Dementor. Like, what is on the back of this person? I can't tell any of the pictures. You guys know what I'm, if you go, go to, Con, I don't follow Kanye, but I check it the first thing in the morning, like the yep, news. Like, course. I'm like, okay, is Ukraine all right? And what did Kanye do overnight? Like, those are yes. the two things that concern me. Um, okay, so fashion, I will never understand. And especially his, uh, some of it I'd like, this one I don't really care for. But the week started with him harassing Pete. Pete then eventually deletes his Instagram, which mm-hmm. I do want to say good for you, Pete Davidson. Like, honestly, like how remember Pete Davidson has mental health issues as well. And like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, take care of yourself. Why would Pete want to go on? Like he got 2.2 million 100%. followers in less than three days and he didn't even do anything. That's got to be a wild thought in your head to even comprehend. But then if somebody's just attacking you and attacking you, I think it is one of the ballsiest moves to just not attack back to say he was going to send goons to Saturday night live. Like Kanye's obsessed with Saturday night. Obsessed. It's It's, not even that good of a show. I know. And then I think, I believe Lauren Michaels and SNL said that they're, as of now, they're never going to have Kanye back on. Yeah. I mean, Lauren loves Pete. So it makes total sense. Well, so everybody was watching or everybody was Watching SNL last night with John Mulaney and LCD Sound System as musical guests, thinking that are we going to get a Pete Davidson response? Are we going mm-hmm. to get a weekend update? But Pete Davidson was nowhere to be found. He was not on the show last night. He is filming a movie, um, I think called The Neighbor or something like that, I, I read, but he was not there. And there was a little bit of disappointment because I love mess. But at the same time, I'm like, great, just ignore it. Just, Kanye hate, just ignore it. Yep. And I feel like, like a so nap. hard, like, <laughs> I feel like with Pete, and this was the other thing that was confusing when Kanye was like going really aggresso on social media, he posted like Pete texted him and was kind of like, um, you know, I'm here for you. I respect yes. how you feel like about me. And I would never try to do anything kids. to your kids. Yes. And it's like, Kanye, you are getting the opposite effect of what you think is happening here because Pete sounds like a stand-up guy. So what are you thinking in posting this? And so I don't know what he's thinking, but he is only making Pete look better. And what I'm also curious about too is like, what is this doing for the nature of Kim and Pete's relationship? Because it's like the more Kanye is doing this and they continue to stay together, it is just 
without a doubt going to be more and more serious and trauma bond. They're trauma bonding mm-hmm. right now. Yes. But, yes. but it, I did question this week where I was wondering if Pete would get to a point where it would be like, you know what, at this point, it might not be worth it. Like, you know, like I did want, like just for my mental health, it might not be worth it for my safety. Like I do really dig you. I maybe even love you, Kim, but like it is beginning to get to be too much because at a certain point, it it is really it is. scary to me. Like he could, I mean, there's just, you just don't know on the wrong day with Kanye, if he's ramping up, as he calls it, you just don't know what could happen. And there's so many yes people around Kanye. Did you watch the Netflix documentary, the first two parts that are out? I have not watched it yet. I am so desperate to watch it. I, just, really, I told you I have too many people here. It, oh, so yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, get off the podcast, Lexi, entertain <laughs> us. Um, no, it, it's really good. Like, it's like I geek out on that stuff. And my thing is, I can have really strong opinions on Kanye and still respect somebody's like coming up in the industry. It's a really interesting yeah. look at this. And it's, it's overall, amazing. It's overall sad because we see what it is now. And you're like, oh, like at this point, in your opinion, is there any celebrity that you find aspirational? Is there any celebrity that you would want to be right now? I mean, this is the hard question because again, I'll go, I'll, I'll use like the example of Kim Kardashian in the sense that I love that she has gone above and beyond um, in who she wants to be and how she wants to show up quote unquote as a celebrity. I love how she advocates and she's getting her law degree. And I love that she says, I'm going to take it to the next level, but like that's one part of who she is. And I don't think I would want the rest of the mix straight up. If I had to pick one celebrity, I think I would have to be like, I want to be like Hillary Duff, you know, she's got her life. She's famous. She's got a show. She gets work, but like she can still live her life. Like I saw her at the farmer's market this morning. I yeah, see yeah. her at Erwan. Like that to me is like, she's a normal person still despite yeah. celebrity. And she still means something to a lot of people from yes. a younger set because of Hannah Montana and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. But at the same time, she has her own life. Now she has a TV show. She can support herself. I mean, and by the way, you don't, you don't have to ever, I mean, I knock on wood, you don't ever have to worry about Hillary. Like you don't ever have to worry about Hillary yes. Duff. Like Hillary Duff, like doesn't like, like, you know, like right now, like, I know this is my fault more than it is anything else. I worry about Kanye or I worry about, and like celebrities should enhance your life. They should not make you like, go. you know, politics should frustrate you, not our celebrities. Yes. And there's like two parts of that coin. And it's really very much the social media aspect and how it's shifted our relationship with celebrities, but also celebrities relationship with the public. Because as we saw with Anna Lynn and with Kanye, they can literally open their phone just like we all can and act some type of way, good, bad, (laughs) ugly. And it's out there and it's out there forever. Right? Like, I think what's so interesting to go on the other side of the coin is we saw with like Rihanna um, and ASAP, it's like, they did their pregnancy announcement. It was very OG nostalgic celebrity. It was a photo shoot that was obviously organized and curated and exclusive with like people or something like that. I believe it was. And like, that was the announcement and they didn't post themselves until later. And so I was hoping with that, there will start to be a trend where we almost go back to those like old school days of celebrity, because this is getting to be too much. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we just we just know too much. And like, what's the yes. point of wanting to be a billionaire if this is what you turn out to be like? Like, it's like, I know. And it feels like it's like, yeah, man, this is weird. We shouldn't have this many Kardashians be billionaires. We shouldn't have Kanye be a billionaire. We shouldn't like remember when Kanye made music. All of this supposedly led up to yep. the Donda 2 album release, 22222 yes. uh, at the Miami Stadium. And they had his house there with a cross on it. And Marilyn Manson came out with him. And there was tons. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, it's fine. No, it's all good. No. Um, uh, and there was tons of, uh, tons of mic issues and sound issues. Um, but Kanye threw down his microphone a lot of times, but, uh, the thing with that is if you don't rehearse, you're going to have issues and Kanye doesn't rehearse. Like this is coming from a theater geek. Like people are like on TikTok, like a lot of sound people are going to get fired tonight. I'm like, Kanye should get fired. He showed up mm -hmm. just expecting everything to be like his life is so haphazard that he has these grand big ideas that potentially could be cool. And, and you'll see little images where you're like, that looks cool. But if you're there, unless you're like a sycophant and potentially part of Kanye's cult, like it's a messy, sloppy thing. But how it travels to us is cool image. That's a really cool. Exactly. That must have been cool. You see one snippet of it. Yeah. And I'm also so curious, you know, now he also said, I'm just, uh, I'm only selling this on stemplayer.com, my yeah, new 200 whatever. Bucks. And so I'm like, I wonder how that affects sales and if his fans are as loyal as they say they are. And I know that they are to a degree, but I'm like, now you have to buy this entirely different thing to get it on this one, you know, piece, like this one player and whatever. And I'm like, how does that actually translate into sales? And is it, is there a disconnect in the power he thinks that he holds and what he actually holds? I mean, but it's all, um, but it's all how it's all, um, it's all how he wants us to see it. Just like yes. how we curate our Instagrams or something. It's what we want you guys to see. And it's, you know, it's perception is the majority of what wins in this country. It's like what we perceive people to be like, people be like, oh my God, it's so cool. You have a podcast or something. I'm like, really? Like I've not changed out of <laughs> basketball shorts in a year. Like, is that cool? Like, I don't think that's cool. Um, okay. Sorry. Moving on. But there's just, wait, will you buy a stem player? No. <laughs> okay. I thought about it and I'm like, maybe I should, whatever. But like, I genuinely, and I think we're both, we're kind of saying a lot of the same thing without saying it. It's like, I don't feel like I have any intention in supporting this person the way that they are behaving right now. Like, I just cannot in good conscience. Like, and I, when I get frustrated, when I see other people that, that I just, when people are like sycophants and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, but like, there is, I'm not, I really don't want to be the moral police, but I do believe we've got to like kind of shut down threatening behavior. Agreed. Like, it just like, can we just start there? It seems to be the easiest thing that we can all agree, but that's, what's frustrating is like, we can't even agree on that anymore. We, people are saying it's all right to, for, for Kanye to harass. Like, well, he, mm -hmm. that's his wife. He wants to be a family. Well, where was he when he was cheating on her? Where was he? He has a, when he was in Wyoming, like, where was he during the election when he was going you know, left, right, and everywhere. Kim even said on the last episode of the Kardashians, she wants somebody to binge watch shows with. She wants us normies. She wants our relationships. Yes. You know, and it's going to cost you, Kim. <laughs> um, Kim, I can come hang over. In good news, <laughs> Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are potentially getting back together. Have Wait, you heard this? what? No, yeah. tell me this. He moved <laughs> According to reports, he has moved back in with Lisa Bonet last week and they are quote unquote working on their relationship. Oh my gosh. Do this we like this? Do we like this? 
I love them because not only do I think they are like a beautiful, gorgeous couple, but they seem to be like a couple that actually worked. You know how you, I don't know if you have it, but I have it. I'm like, they're a couple that like makes me believe in love. And when they broke up or announced that they were breaking up, it was even so respectful and so like compassionate for one another. But I was just like, What's even the point of me trying if these two crazy kids can't make it? So I love hearing this. No, I do too. And it, it seems like they do have like this. And, and you know, listen, Lisa Bonet, and Jay, like, it seems like it's a very spiritual thing. And by the mm-hmm. way, you always know the relationships that they probably say spiritual to each other every day. Like, look at the spiritual connection we have. Like, it's just one of those kind of relationships that are deeper than looks and deeper yes. than, the, you know. So I kind of like that. And also that's, you know, as you get older, you realize that really is what love is all about. You know, like it's, it's our bodies eventually go away. I mean, my body went away last year, but like (laughs) eventually most, eventually most of the, you know, it's like, it really is the person that you're with the connection, but imagine, you know, the thing I keep thinking about Jason Momoa, when you all of a sudden have this rocketing of fame uh, due to Aquaman and game of Thrones and all that stuff. And Lisa Bonet had always been famous, but ever since the Cosby show, is it's got to be rarefied air where I would assume you would lose touch for a while. Yes. Yes. And I do also wonder if it's like difficult. Like I, 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 t- I think to your point, as you're saying, it's like, there is a connection there, but like, where do you in that like balance, that work-life balance, that relationship balance, where do things start to go awry? Or like, where do you start to compromise or put yourself first? And that potentially causes a disconnect with your partner. Like if he's on the up and up and he's wanting to take all these projects and he's not there, like at what point is she just always comfortable and supportive of that? Or like, where is that shift? If it happens, like it's really hard. Well, it does get to a point where I even like, where it's like, I do like just work when I work, I work like, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be like throughout the day, it'll be into the evening. It'll be, and, and like, you, you know, you, cause you don't want to miss these moments. You don't want to miss opportunities. And I know you are, you know, you get opportunities and you want to tackle these things. And it's hard to like have other people in your life that potentially understand that. I'm like, why couldn't I have met you in my twenties when I didn't do jack shit? Like that would have been amazing. You know, it is so hard now to like compliment. I'm like going on dates with these guys and I'm just like, uh, like you can't like, you don't really excite me enough to like compromise my life. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you're getting to a point where you're just becoming, I I don't say this in a negative way, but like I'm selfish in my time because I love everything that I get to do. And somebody has to really blow me away to come in and blow that up. (laughs) Folks, summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad.
When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Folks, here is the part of the show that I love every week when we get to talk about our advertisers. And we have two great ones sponsoring So Bad It's Good this week. The first one is a company that is new to us called Smart and Sass. That's right, folks. Smart and Sass. Now, we all know adulting is bullshit. I think I've managed to put that in every episode in some sort of way. Uh, It's an onslaught of what the F's at least 20 times a day. But sometimes, you know, we just need a break from the day-to-day drab. Maybe a couple of cuss words, maybe me, your favorite podcast, a middle finger or two, a few great laughs, whatever it takes to put adulting in a timeout. Now, you need smart ass and sass. The subscription box that will say everything you want to say so your mouth doesn't have to. Um, This is actually great because this got sent to me, you guys, and I didn't know this was an advertiser. And so they sent me this amazing box of goodies. Like there was like a stapler and all this like fun stuff. And I was like, I didn't even question it. I was just like, sweet. Somebody sent me an amazing box. and I didn't even look into it. I was just like, sweet. But it turns out that is smart ass and sass. And it brought so much brightness to my day. And I'm excited because I now get to tell you that's what it was. And you guys can have the same excitement that I did with a box of goodies showing up to your house. Um, smart ass and sass items are curated and personally tested by the SNS team, a group of really mouthy mofos who want you to get a good laugh in your day. And I feel like I should be working for the SNS team. SNS partners with some of the best small businesses to bring, they partner with the best small businesses to bring you trendy and snarky items each month. Now, snarky, I feel like I love the word snarky. I think it gets a bad rap because most snarky people are good hearted people. So we feel free to be let, let your snark flag fly free because snarky is where it's at and i did love the snarky items in this box set um uh what i was thinking too is that even if this box set isn't for you like this monthly subscription service it could be for a friend it could be for your daughter it, i mean it actually it really is cool just try it out for one month each big box contains one sns designed t-shirt and it has between seven to nine unique items and it's valued at over 90 dollars. that is well that's a lot of money so subscribe at www.smartassandsass.com that's s-a-s-m-a-r-t-a-s-s-a-n-d sass.com and use code so bad for 10% off your first subscription order uh, and also follow smart ass and sass on social media for your daily dose of attitude oh hell yeah 
Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, our second product today, our second advertiser today, you guys, they are old friends of the pod, our, co- our friends over at Ana Luisa. Now, let us give it up for Ana Luisa Jewelry. Um, they're the real deal, you guys. I am so excited about this one because when I told people that I know that Ana Luisa was, uh, you know, they were they were sponsoring the pod, people actually know knew already what Ana Luisa uh, was and that I was like, oh, oh, well, yeah, well, you know, they're advertising on the pod. <laughs> so, Anna Luisa jewelry is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but also really, really pretty, if you ask me. And you know, your boy is a jewelry expert, not a fashion expert, but I really, I know my way around jewels. Um, their versatile designs are perfect to mix and match and wear every day. You can even layer the necklaces together. I love women when when women layer necklaces. I think it really, I genuinely think it does look really cool. Uh, Anna Luisa, that's A N A L U I S A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. Uh, a great ring to show off at the grocery store when you pay for your groceries, a dainty bracelet for when you pick up an iced coffee, a luxurious necklace that makes your friend think, whoa, she is making a lot of money with a necklace like that. But the best part is Anna Luisa Jewelry starts at only $39. The prices are incredible, and with our code so bad, you can get 10% off your order at shop.analuisa.com. At Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, their pieces are the perfect gift for anybody on your list. A friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter to spoil, or even yourself. Just spoil yourself. You have the credit card. Spoil yourself. Plus, the gift guide on their website along with their bestsellers page are great destinations to browse most gifted options. Do not do not feel shame in going to the bestsellers page or looking at what they recommend. That's how I do it at the Old Navy website, you guys. I've told you this many times. I am not imaginative, and I need to be shown how these things work. And Anna Luisa does that. They take the work out of it for you. So while you're getting yourself a new necklace, why don't you throw in one for your sister, throw in one for your friend, throw in one for everybody. So go treat yourself and your loved ones and use our code so bad to get 10% off. I absolutely recommend them. They are a great brand making beautiful, sustainable jewelry that even my mother loves because she's the one that got the samples that they gave me. So go check out uh, shop.analuisa.com forward slash awesome. So that's shop.analuisa.com forward slash awesome. And then the code is so bad. Now I'll put that all, all of that stuff in the uh, show description. Um, so just go there and this stuff really does help the show out. You guys, I swear to God. So if you are looking to buy yourself a little gift or somebody else, really go to Anna Luisa, put in so bad, get the 10% off, get amazing jewelry. I mean, that's really, that's the name of the game. So, and, uh, now without further ado, back to our show, like, 
you know, like right now, like I know this is my fault more than it is anything else. I worry about Kanye or I worry about and like celebrities should enhance your life. They should not make you like go, you know, politics should frustrate you, not our yes. celebrities. Yes. And there's like two parts of that coin. And it's really very much the social media aspect and how it's shifted our relationship with celebrities, but also celebrities relationship with the public, because as we saw with Anna Lynn and with Kanye, they can literally open their phone just like we all can and act some type of way, good, bad, <laughs> ugly. And it's out there and it's out there forever. Right. Like I think what's so interesting to go on the other side of the coin is we saw with like Rihanna um, and ASAP, it's like they did their pregnancy announcement. It was very OG nostalgic celebrity. It was a photo shoot yeah. that was obviously organized and curated and exclusive with like people or something like that. I believe it was. And like, that was the announcement and they didn't post themselves until later. And so I was hoping with that, there will start to be a trend where we almost go back to those like old school days of celebrity, because this is getting to be too much. <laughs> Well, we just, we just know too much. And like, what's the yes. point of wanting to be a billionaire if this is what you turn out to be like? Like, it's like, I know. And it feels like, it's like, yeah, man, this is weird. We shouldn't have this many Kardashians be billionaires. We shouldn't have Kanye be a billionaire. We shouldn't, like, remember when Kanye made music? All of this supposedly led up to yep. the Donda 2 album release, 22222, yes. uh, at the Miami Stadium. And they had his house there with a cross on it. And Marilyn Manson came out with him. And there was tons. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, it's fine. No, it's all good. No. Um, uh, and there was tons of, uh, tons of mic issues and sound issues. Um, but Kanye threw down his microphone a lot of times, but, uh, the thing with that is if you don't rehearse, you're going to have issues and Kanye doesn't rehearse. Like this is coming from a theater geek. Like people are like on TikTok, like a lot of sound people are going to get fired tonight. I'm like, Kanye should get fired. He showed up mm -hmm. just expecting everything to be like his life is so haphazard that he has these grand big ideas that potentially could be cool. And, and you'll see little images where you're like, that looks cool. But if you're there, unless you're like a sycophant and potentially part of Kanye's cult, like it's a messy, sloppy thing, but how it travels to us is cool image. That's a really cool. Exactly. That must have been cool. You see one snippet of it. Yeah. And I'm also so curious, you know, now he also said, I'm just, uh, I'm only selling this on stemplayer.com, my yeah, new 200 whatever. Bucks. And so I'm like, I wonder how that affects sales and if his fans are as loyal as they say they are. And I know that they are to a degree, but I'm like, now you have to buy this entirely different thing to get it on this one, you know, piece, like this one player and whatever. And I'm like, how does that actually translate into sales? And is it, is there a disconnect in the power he thinks that he holds and what he actually holds? I mean, but it's all, um, but it's all how it's all, um, it's all how he wants us to see it. Just like yes. how we curate our Instagrams or something. It's what we want you guys to see. And it's, you know, it's perception is the majority of what wins in this country. It's like what we perceive people to be like, people be like, oh my God, it's so cool. You have a podcast or something. I'm like, really? Like I've not changed out of basketball shorts in a year. Like, is that cool? Like, I don't think that's cool. Um, okay. Sorry. Moving on. But there's just, wait, will you buy a stem player? No. <laughs> okay. I thought about it and I'm like, maybe I should, whatever. But like, I genuinely, and I think we're both, we're kind of saying a lot of the same thing without saying it. It's like, I don't feel like I have any intention in supporting this person the way that they are behaving right now. Like, I just cannot in good conscience. Like, and I, when I get frustrated, when I see other people that, that I just, when people are like sycophants and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, but like, 
there is, I'm, I'm not, I, I really don't want to be the moral police, but I do believe we've got to like kind of shut down threatening behavior. Agreed. Like, it just like, can we just start there? It seems to be the easiest thing that we can all agree, but that's, what's frustrating is like, we can't even agree on that anymore. We, people are saying it's all right to, for, for Kanye to harass, like, well, he, mm-hmm. that's his wife. He wants to be a family. Well, where was he when he was cheating on her? Where was he? He has a, when he was in Wyoming, like, where was he during the election when he was going you know, left, right, and everywhere. Kim even said on the last episode of the Kardashians, she wants somebody to binge watch shows with. She wants us normies. She wants our relationships. Yes. You know, and it's going to cost you, Kim. (laughs) Um, Kim, I can come hang over. In good news, (laughs) Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are potentially getting back together. Wait, what? No, tell me this, please. (laughs) According to reports, he has moved back in with Lisa Bonet last week, and they are, quote unquote, working on their relationship. Oh, my gosh. Do we like this? Do we like this? I love them because not only do I think they are like a beautiful, gorgeous couple, but they seem to be like a couple that actually worked. You know how you, I don't know if you have it, but I have it. I'm like, they're a couple that like makes me believe in love. And when they broke up or announced that they were breaking up, it was even so respectful and so like compassionate for one another. But I was just like, what's even the point of me trying if these two crazy kids can't make it? So I love hearing this. No, I do too. And it, it seems like they do have like this and, and, you know, listen, Lisa Bonet, and Jay, like, it seems like it's a very spiritual thing. And by the mm-hmm. way, you always know the relationships that they probably say spiritual to each other every day. Like, look at the spiritual connection we have. Like, it's just one of those kind of relationships that are deeper than looks and deeper yes. than, the, you know, so I kind of like that. And also that's, you know, as you get older, you realize that really is what love is all about. You know, like it's, it's our bodies eventually go away. I mean, my body went away last year, but like (laughs) eventually most, eventually most of the, you know, it's like, it really is the person that you're with the connection, but imagine, you know, the thing I keep thinking about Jason Momoa, when you all of a sudden have this rocketing of fame uh, due to Aquaman and game of Thrones and all that stuff. And Lisa Bonet had always been famous, but ever since the Cosby show, is it's got to be rarefied air where I would assume you would lose touch for a while. Yes. Yes. And I do also wonder if it's like difficult. Like I, I, I think to your point, as you're saying, it's like, there is a connection there, but like, where do you in that like balance that work-life balance, that relationship balance, where do things start to go awry? Or like, where do you start to compromise or put yourself first? And that potentially causes a disconnect with your partner. Like if he's on the up and up and he's wanting to take all these projects and he's not there, like at what point is she just always comfortable and supportive of that? Or like, where is that shift if it happens? Like, it's really hard. Well, it does get to a point where I even like, where it's like, I do like just work. When I work, I work like, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll be like throughout the day, it'll be into the evening. It'll be, and, and like, you, you know, you, cause you don't want to miss these moments. You don't want to miss opportunities. And I know you are, you know, you get opportunities and you want to tackle these things. And it's hard to like have other people in your life that potentially understand that. I'm like, why couldn't I have met you in my twenties when I didn't do jack shit? Like that would have been amazing. You know, it is so hard now to like compromise. I'm like going on dates with these guys and I'm just like, uh, like you can't like, you don't really excite me enough to like compromise my life. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you're getting to a point where you're just becoming, and I, I don't say this in a negative way, but like I'm selfish in my time because I love everything that I get to do. And somebody has to really blow me away to come in and blow that up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, and, and, and that sounds heartless, but at the same time, it, 
I never understood that until the last couple of years. Like I never understood of like, oh my God, there really is only so many hours in the day. And plus I've got to have my self-loathing time. Like that's me time. I want, I can't have somebody take away from that. Um, So that is good news. I love that we both need that. Yeah, that is good I need that hour a day to just sit there and like think about my life in despair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so of course we talked earlier about Russia invading Ukraine awful, horrible. Uh, It is kind of amazing to see this country actually stand up for itself. And I think you can pull a lot of life lessons uh, from what's happening with Zelensky right now and stuff. But what I do find, what I find not amusing, but I, I find it interesting, pop culture and Twitter culture and all this stuff is that you wake up and Zelensky is now being made a sex symbol. He is like wet for Zelensky. Like all of a sudden, like we do this as a culture now is that we immediately sexualize anybody that has done something decent. We're like, I want to get into that guy's pants. It's it's guys and girls, guys and girls. Always. It was like the, I forget the woman from um, Tinder swindler, the one that ended up selling all of his clothes and like didn't give them back. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's automatically a hero, you know. Like I made a meme and I was like, she would destroy Nate Jacobs. Like you know, it's like it's so instant. But, but isn't yes. it funny? Like we, I just noticed, like we, we, and Putin. Like I would never fuck Putin. I would right? never fuck Putin. And like, they're all calling people... him daddy because he's on the front lines defending his country. And I'm just like, oh my word! I just love that it immediately goes to, will we sleep with this hero or yes not? Yes or no. And that is like such an interesting thing that you see only on and like, you know, in real life, we don't necessarily do like I don't talk with my friends of like, fuck, man, I would love to go down on Zelensky. That would be so amazing. <laughs> like, I've never been gay, but he really wants like I just he does it for me and for I would do that for him. <laughs> but online, you feel free to be the stupidest version of yourself most of the time. Absolutely. And as especially on Twitter, like people just throw any shit out into the ether over oh, there. It, and the way, it is it's, wild. It's, I even use Twitter as like, it's like, I act like nobody sees it. It's like my stupidest thoughts, my like Instagram is kind of curated and my silly memes, but it's Twitter is just like, Oh, this is a stupid, let me throw it here. Cause I don't want to end my mind anymore. You know? Exactly. And I find, I do that now with TikTok, or I did, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, it's like, I would post stuff and you know, I was like, I would post anything about anything because I was just like, nobody's seeing this. It's totally different than Instagram. And I remember I was doing an interview for work and I was interviewing, uh, she's now the editor in chief of The Cut and her name is Lindsay Peoples Wagner. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up on my TikTok for you page talking about The Bachelor. And I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It really is. It's so weird when you find out people are listening and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, no way. Like, or, or when people like, you're like, oh, I didn't. And then you're like, of course, why are you surprised? You're literally putting this on a public website or a Everywhere. public forum. Um, speaking of Tinder Swindler, actually, you talked about that. I love the Netflix documentary, but we've now made this guy a celebrity. I talked last week how he is on Cameo. He made $30,000. He has a big time Hollywood manager. And now we find out, what did I, I write? This was just kind of, he uh, now is charging $20,000 to do a club gig, you guys, just like Scott Disick from the Kardashians. Oh my God. And he has over a million followers now too, right? Like 1.3. I'm pretty this sure. Is, but this is why has- I don't get it. It's like, can't we have just like a basis of like way to uh, be in this world of like, why is this man able to make any money without it going directly to the victims that he, like, I don't understand exactly. why Cameo would work with him. I don't understand. Like we're turning a blind eye because what we, we enjoyed the documentary. It is so bizarre. 
And what is so interesting, and I don't, I also don't really understand it. It might be because he was, he was arrested in Israel, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he only like served with, three years, right? Or how yes. he served very min- minimum, minimum two and a half or three years. But then we have Anna Delvey. And I know that the inventing Anna series has been on Netflix. And I know that all of the money that she got paid from Netflix, that all has to go to repaying her yeah. debts um, until that gets paid off. And then she's free to do whatever she would like. But it's like, why is it not the same thing for him? I do not understand. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm missing a piece here of like, if these women are still out. And by the way, some of the victims, uh, the three victims I, we saw in the documentary has done a GoFundMe. Uh, to try to pay back, which is also bizarre in its own way, because I really don't know how their debts work. And especially if we see the guy out there making money, why are we not able to sue this guy for right. that money? Like, I feel like I'm missing a piece of the story, but I feel like in no way should our culture celebrate somebody like, yo, I got to go to a nightclub to meet the Tinder swindler. Like Exactly. And no nightclub should be like, you know who we should get this Friday? Yeah. yeah. A Tinder swindler. Like, well, because then what? it's like, where does it stop? Like, can we, hey, if Manson wasn't dead, could we get him at the club? Could we get? And that is where things would go. Like that is, that, that is what's freaking me out about social media right now. And it's exactly what you're saying. I'm like, it's too much. We turn true crime into entertainment. Like, think about it. Yes. Like, our favorite Dateline episodes, we would probably pay. I mean, there's Crime Con now where you go to convent. You know, we would potentially pay to watch accused murderers wish us happy birthday on Cameo. A hundred percent. Or you would go to like a Crime Con and a murderer would sign a headshot. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and by the way, true crime podcasts are the number one. Uh, podcasts out there. They are without a doubt the most listened to podcasts. And that's why I'm going to kill somebody and then talk about it on this podcast. No, but they really do. They, If you have a crime podcast, you will immediately get an audience. So that is, if anybody's looking to start a podcast, don't do entertainment or Bravo, do that. Um, uh, let's see here. Now, Farah Abraham, I don't know if you were ever in the teen mom. Were you ever? I, I was in the early days and I always see the alerts pop up for her um, on TMZ. She's still a TMZ favorite. Yeah. She got but, arrested in Hollywood a yes. couple of weeks ago and then said that the, uh, the bouncers hurt her. So she's going to sue because she's being, a, she's going to get her law degree from Harvard, but we wanted to spend a, a special, so bad it's good birthday wish to her daughter, Sophia, who has turned 13 years old. And for her 13th birthday, she got a septum piercing. Whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah, I waited till like early 30s to get my first septum piercing. This was my parents wouldn't <laughs> sign off until then. But oh my gosh! I mean, again, these are just the things that freak me out. Like this is this child growing up with an example that like to make it, you just got to do what you got to do, girl. <laughs> I, I mean, it's one of it's one of those weird things is that we've now. For some God unknown, re- like because of Teen Mom, we've had to watch Farrah Abraham and Sophia grow up on TMZ and all of this stuff. Yes. It's like, they're just part of this weird B level or D level pop culture landscape that I'm like, why is that taking up any section of my brain right now? But then I'm like, but oh, we all know. Oh, she's turning into a lovely girl with a septum piercing. Of course. Yes. I would be so fascinated. I, I, I'm like, when I go to my tech side and my nine to five work job, I'm like, what are like the clicks that TMZ gets on a fair Abrams post? Oh my God. Her? Cause there's gotta be something there that people there. She has to have this like diehard fan base that they continue to post her. 
Like, but it's not a fan base. I think it's a what the f base of like. Yes, yes. It's a click on to be like, oh my god, my life is so much better. Like how than this. wild LOL. can she get? Yeah, yeah. You're well, right. I mean, she was she was selling her poop in a jar uh, a couple months ago. God. Uh, By the way, nobody got me one, so that's like so rude, you guys. <laughs> that's like I know Christmas has passed, but come on. Uh, um. When's uh, your birthday? When's your birthday? Yeah, it's April twenty fifth, you guys. Oh my I, gosh, there we go. <laughs> um. So I just think that's kind of funny in terms of pop culture that we watch these people grow up, but it's, it's kind of like, like, I know you're a big fan of the bachelor franchise, which by mm-hmm. the way, what did you think of this season? Okay. Can I tell you something? Honestly, yeah, you didn't watch it. I did didn't you? watch this. You care I, about yourself. I that's self, that's self-care. That's you're not self-harming this year. I couldn't do it. And to go back to your point with Kay, with sweet Kay York city, who does, who does the bachelor, the bachelor podcast, podcast yeah. like even, you know, it was tough for her. And if it's tough for her, it's going to be tough for me. Um, and I love the bachelor and I just feel like it is gone. It's the beginning of the end, you know, but at a certain point we get it. Like we get it. Like, and also I feel like if you have, you have love is blind, which had their season finale. Like, did you get into love is blind at all? So I haven't watched this season yet, but I'm dying to, but I know it's, it's, that it's not bad. Wait, no, no, it's no, it's like, but that's, what's great. It's there for whenever you want to get into it, but it, it actually was not bad. Like I thought, Oh, but it was good. It was, and this, uh, you guys, the reunion will be on this Friday coming up. So set, uh, not set your DVRs is on Netflix. Set a reminder. But, <laughs> but the bachelor thing, it's like, we, we, you know, it's like the fact that they've pulled the wool over our eyes so much that we're even still believing when it's like, I feel that my wife is in this room. And I'm like, no, you I don't feel like, my wife in this room right now. It's like, you just want to hit a million followers. Bro. But if you met a guy, <laughs> if you got, met a guy like you, or even one of your guy friends that you went to a club and you're like, I feel like my wife is in this club right now. You would be like, are you drunk? Like what? <laughs> like, snap out of it. What are you talking about? Yes. To quote, uh, to quote Fez, you're confused. I'm fucking confused. You're confused, bro. bro. Sorry. Confused. I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> no, that's perfect because I did have euphoria. You guys, we've got euphoria fever right now. Tonight, Sunday night. You'll hear this tomorrow after the season finale of Euphoria. The internet is buzzing with this. By the way, this is the number one watch show on TV right now. Like the, it, it is like, like what was it, like 400% increase in viewers from season one to season yeah. two? Yeah. And it, I, it, it is so well done, but at the same time, trashy and like soap opera E. Um, but what do you think? And spoiler alerts for right here. Like, I don't, we don't know anything. I don't know anything at least, Prediction but I know there's, alert. Prediction there's a lot alert. of Reddit threads that I was talking with my friend Jessica about this. And she was just like, well, who do you think Nate's brother is that we saw in that photo? Um, uh, in the family with, thing when the dad with, left. Yeah. yeah. Is it, they're like, is it Ashtray? And I was like, there's no way it's Ashtray because Ashtray's too young. And Ashtray watched Eric Dane come in and like hit him a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, wouldn't there be recognition? And we had the Ashtray backstory. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get an answer to who Nate's brother is in this episode. What I think we're going to get, and this is my like potential spoiler prediction that has been keeping me up at night for the last week, is we saw that clip in the trailer of Fez, what looks like being arrested on the ground, shouting and crying. Did you see that part? I didn't. Okay, so there's a trailer and he's like, he's got his hands behind his back and he's on the floor and he's like shouting and crying. And we know that that random guy who's working with the cops um, and Ashtray are sitting there and he's trying to get some dirt. um, And what's her name? Not, is it Faye? Faye, yeah, Faye, yeah. Girl, Faye, the big lips. Yeah. Is she going to tip him? Is she going to tip off Fezco or not or whatever? 
I think there's going to be some sort of tip off. That guy is going to get attacked. The cops are going to come in. Potentially Ashtray gets shot, possibly killed. He's- and then they arrest Fez while Fez is freaking out because he can't help Ashtray, who's his little brother. Okay, but uh, I mean, I guess the thing that I'm really scared of is that, like, I'm hearing is Fez going to die? Like, so you're saying in your... I don't want... Fez cannot die. You know what's great about Fez, guys? He's not an actor. Like, he was, like, he literally found him, and he's just so perfect for this role. It's, like, kind of in the Julia Fox way of, like, I wonder what he'll do from this. Yes. He's another way... he's filming a movie right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, But it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of go out of that Fez world of being, like, an extreme stoner that you care about, you know? Yes, yes. Does um, he have layers? TBD. But what a great, what a great, great dark season. Like there is so like, it's, it's also like a hit or miss show. Like some episodes you'll be like, I've never seen anything that good in so mm-hmm. long. And then the next episode will be kind of like pondering and it'll be like, sh- like kind of showing off camera, you know, camera tricks and music tricks and all this stuff, but really, really well done. But at the same time, I want to point out to people, it's still, don't be scared of euphoria. It's like dark themes, but it's, it's, it's like one tree hill on drugs. Like it's yes, like, yeah, it's is... like extreme, but it's so like beautifully done and artistic in certain yeah. ways. Like you said, some shots that it's like, it's just cool to watch. Yeah. It makes you, it, and also it makes you, you know, let's be real. It makes you feel artistic. It makes you feel like, look at me, look at my tastes. Yes. My tastes have gotten <laughs> so, so good. Fine. Yeah. Like, look at this, <laughs> look at me watching that. Like, Ooh, look at this seventies music I'm listening to from euphoria, you know? Oh my God. The music uh, budget on that show. Oh, I mean, whoever does the music on that is just incredible. And you, and by the way, go to Spotify, you guys. They have made so many playlists on there of just every yes. song that you can hear in Euphoria. It was season one as well. And it's just all great stuff. Um, but it's also good in the sense that it doesn't just uh, highlight Zendaya. Like, the, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? I, I think it's Zendaya. And I think I always say Zendaya and that that's wrong. <laughs> No, but it's like everybody's good on the show, not just Zendaya Dea, yes, you know? Yes, yes. But she, I mean, everybody is so good on that show and everyone has been so strong this season. But I will say, I think it was episode five where she had that really long intro when, you know, her mom and her sister are trying to intervene with her. Yeah. And, um, you know, she has <sighs> that long intro with Jules and everybody. I was just like, I have chills with your acting. Yeah. This is nuts. Like- I cannot handle this, but again, I can't handle like what's going to happen with her and the old lady that's very seemingly calm all of the time. Like, where did the drugs go? Like, what's going? Well, yeah, but by the way, guys, earlier in the season, she said she was going to sell all this uh, for the drug dealer that like just has a non like a voice that just like, hey, what's going on? Like, she said she was going like to sell Courtney the drugs. Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, and then she did. She did all the drugs herself, pretty much, and only gave her a little bit of money. And there's like rumors that like she had trapped her in her house and was going to be trafficked, and that's why she. By the way, if people that don't watch you for it are like, what are you talking about? But it's since she was going to be trafficked. Watch it. <laughs> she escaped. Yeah, it's like one tree hill. It's fine. She escaped. But like, yeah, she warned her that like she will get her money. So will that come back? And then the other thing I want to ask you about is supposedly because of Zendaya's, Zendaya's busy, busy schedule, we will not get new euphoria until 2024. Stop it. No, that is like that is flat out. My question to you is, can Euphoria be Euphoria without Rue? If I want to say no. If Rue has an overdose and dies, we can get Euphoria potentially faster. Do we need Rue? 
Rue could still be the voiceover person, you know, to tell the yeah. story to the other people. Do we need Rue or would it be one of the darker yet realistic portrayals of drug use that eventually this will kill you? Only 5% of people potentially will have fulfilling lives like her sponsor, I think, yes. said dinner table scene. Could we be looking at a Rue death? I think we could. I think it would shock everyone to their core. But I do think that because of the Zendaya or Zendaya effect, that in waiting two more years, it will not have the same hold on people as it does currently with her on it. Yeah, we don't she want Stranger Things where she plays a teen and she's like late 30s. Like, exactly. stranger, like stranger Things, like all those kids are like in their like 20s now. And they're I'm like, yeah, like I can't I know, we're like, gonna get new seasons. Like and we so- shouldn't see. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, please. No, I was just saying we shouldn't see Stranger Things. Like these kids are now getting facial hair and they're supposed to be playing (laughs) 13-year-olds, you know? And the voice changing, the voice (laughs) changing. It's going to be so deep. But no, I was going to say the only thing I could see, but again, I still don't think that it would be as strong, would be like if she, you know, does, something does happen to her. And it's almost like that, the intention of that is to like have Gia be put in the mainframe. And we start to get Gia's story because- we haven't seen Storm Reed like come out exactly. as this like super solid or big character. She's a supporting. I'm like, that's the only world. But is she strong enough to carry that story? I don't know. Now, I had said this to my friend and, and she said, oh, no way, because Zendaya is a producer on the show. And I was like, that doesn't mean shit. Like, she could still be still making money if she, she leaves. still be a producer on the show. But the whole thing is she can only physically be in one place at a time. So I'm curious. But that was what I heard, that 2024 will be the next euphoria after tonight's episode, which is oh just God. wild because it was a shortened season anyways. Um, do you got 10 more minutes? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, okay. So euphoria, very excited. Something I'm excited for, which I know is very man, uh, based, which is, I'm so sorry, but are you excited for the Batman at all? Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Insane. I'm like, every time I see the commercial, I get chills. Yeah. Robert Pattinson is the, the, you know, Edward from twilight is finally, but Robert Pattinson finally gets to do, to, to make good for what he put me through with twilight. Yes. Robert Pattinson. I first of all, I am so happy that Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are thriving. She's nominated for an Oscar for Spencer. And she's engaged to her Batman. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, she's engaged. They're living their truth. But like this movie looks so, I hate to like say this, like deliciously dark. Yeah, it's I three hours long, you guys. Wait. And I I think I think I told you this, or you might know this. I watched all of the Marvel movies in quarantine. <laughs> so I got very into the superhero stuff. I have not been. Well, yeah, because you and Kay are both into timeline. Chris Evans. Yes, you guys are thirsty yeah. for this. So, yeah, We're yeah. thirsty. We're thirsty, yeah. honey. Yeah. And so I haven't gotten into the full DC, but you don't need to be a part of like no, this is by the way, this stuff. is standalone, you guys. Yes. This is yes. Nothing to do with the Ben Affleck, nothing to do with the Christian Bale. This is a new Batman universe that they are creating. By the way, the penguin, you see Colin Farrell is like two times the size of Colin Farrell. You won't even recognize that it's him. They do it in a really good way. Um, I'm they, 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 um, uh, screened this movie for critics last week. That means that they're really confident in it because they usually will won't do that until like the day before. If you don't believe in a movie, if they don't believe in a movie, cause they don't want the word to get out, but yep. early, they can't do reviews because of the gag thing, but, but people have said it's akin to uh, the movie seven um, wow. uh, Chinatown. 
um, Silence of the Lambs, like really dark movies that are, but also really good movies. And they say, this is really a new, uh, you know, Marvel movies I love, but they're a certain type of film. Mm-hmm. And DC, they're it's Disney. DC. Yeah, DC's different though, because DC hasn't had a cohesive like universe like Marvel has. DC's another comic book, you guys. It has Batman, Superman, Flash, all those stuff. But this supposedly is just a great all-around film. It comes out on Friday. I'm so excited. I have been a Batman head since I was a little kid. And this is the one, it's like Housewives and Batman for me. Those are my two. <laughs> that's why you call that range, guys. That's range. That is range. And yeah. I'm so ex- I didn't know that about you. So I'm so yeah. excited because again, as you know, I saw like, I saw the, all the Dark Knight movies. I thought those were excellent. With Great, yeah. I even saw the like, was it Ben Affleck back in the day? No, George Clooney no, Batman. Like George, George, Clo- George Clooney, Val Kilmer. Yes. You know, this is a, it's like Hamlet. Every actor worth their salt needs to play Batman at one point in their yes. lives, you know? And wait, is there, is it in this movie or is it something, is there, Michael Keaton's in this movie, right? No, Michael Keaton is coming back as Batman. Now the Spider-Man movies, you guys introduced the multiverse for Marvel. Now Michael Keaton will be introducing that for DC in the Ooh. new, the Flash movie, the Flash will be That's coming out I this saw. summer and Michael Keaton will be 1989 Batman in that universe. And also Michael Keaton will be in the new Batgirl movie, which they're filming right now, which is rumored to be that Danny DeVito's Penguin is coming back as well. Oh, see that, that, that Batman, like the Danny DeVito, Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, that is like my youth. Like I could, remember. That, could you young. imagine seeing Michelle Pfeiffer in the Catwoman outfit again? Or like, I, I mean, would lose my mind. That was, I remember staying home from school one day just so I could watch Batman previews on like, you know, on the commercials, like they would do it. Like, I remember like, it was like, I want to see the new Batman returns trailer on. Like, I remember staying home from school just to watch like a 30 second preview. Cause I had heard that it was going to be on TV. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited for that. And like we say with the show, you guys lean into whatever you're excited in. Like yes. it's only going to be good vibes. If you lean into whatever it is you're excited about, don't be ashamed. I mean, you can be a little ashamed, but don't be that ashamed. Um, <laughs> okay, but can I also say one more thing? Yeah. One last thing about the movies. If for whatever reason you didn't get tickets or you can't get tickets to see Batman this first weekend, can I just say I went and I saw the movie uncharted with Tom Holland, Tom Holland and Wahlberg yeah. last week. I had no expectations of it. My sister and I like just wanted to do something low key. We went to the movies, did not realize it was a video game. It was so damn fun. It was yeah. just a really fun, great movie, action movie, a little bit of like national treasure, a little bit of like Tomb Raider vibes. And so if you need something to just get your mind off of the world and you want to go to the movies and you feel safe and you can't see Batman, Go see Uncharted. No, I think really and Tom, Tom Holland's one of those actors you just like. Yes. You just they were, like. They were, they were fantastic. Their banter and everything. It was just like, my sister and I both left. We were like, that was low-key amazing. Like, I hope there's a sequel. Like, it was great. That's what movies, movies should just be sometimes innocuous fun. Yes. Now the Batman's going to win Oscars. So that's different. That's, it's going to be, it's going to be life altering you guys. Yeah. Uh, a couple quick hits. Uh, we have Amanda Bynes coming out that she is filing for the end to her conservatorship finally. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, her parents support her motion to dismiss the conservatorship. Now, where do you great. stand on this? I think if her parents support this, and again, not knowing her or the situation, and she feels prepared to do this, my hope for all of these people, for Brittany, for Amanda, is like in getting that conservatorship removed, 
you still have people and support systems in place to help you should you have any issues with your mental health arise that you may possibly not be able to make, you know, a solid decision. And if you need help, you feel comfortable and confident to ask for that help because you know that you don't want to be back in the situation of being brought under a conservatorship. So that I mean, is this, just my hope for people. This is definitely the imagine? right time. I mean, this is obviously building off of the Britney Spears mm-hmm. conservatorship case. So this is the right time to bring this up. I do hope, because with Amanda Bynes, I've always uh, read or seen things where she'll have like kind of supposed Twitter accounts asking people for money. We're asking like, there has been some, a lot of like shrouded in mystery at times of like, is Amanda Bynes okay? Now the video message that she put out saying that what she is doing, and she even apologized for putting this on Twitter or, or on a uh, video. She said, uh, I just thought it was, yeah, it seemed like she was okay for that, that video plea that not plea, the video statement that she had released. And uh, I hope it's okay. It is everybody's right to have agency if they are of sound mind and stuff. And if her parents supported, especially that kind of what turned me around on it was like, you know, because this is a court thing, her parents would have to approve of this. And if the court system works, which we know sometimes it really doesn't because of Britney Spears, but in all hopes is that if she's not meant for that, hopefully the court would uncover that and say, well, this is why we're not allowed to grant that. And I will also say two weeks ago, I was going on a hike and I saw her on the same hike with two friends. Runyon Fryman, 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 Fryman. And she like, she looked healthy and they were just, they were just chatting away and hiking. And obviously she's outdoors and exercising. So like take that small example and let's have a glimmer of optimism and let's just let it, you know, let's hope that she's, she's in a good place. I love that. I love that. Um, uh, And also uh, this was interesting. Um, Wendy Williams, are you familiar with Wendy Williams? At oh all? yeah. Yes. So this past week, it, uh, the, the production company behind the Wendy Williams show said the Wendy Williams show is officially over. Sherry Shepard will be taking over, I believe in September of this next year. Mm-hmm. And it's still so wrapped in mystery because we get all of these stories out there that Wendy Williams is not healthy, but then she released a video on her Instagram on the beach saying, I'm working to get my show back and my money, like all of this stuff. Like it, it really is bizarre. And this is another thing that I just truly don't know what happened. A lot of people said that Wendy Williams was very tough to work with. And that's why this production company is cutting their losses a lot of people are saying Wendy Williams X is trying to steal money from her. Like there, it, this seems like such a weird thing. Do you know anything about what's going on? I do not know anything about like behind the scenes, what is going on there, but I, I would be, I feel like it's ignorant to say, cause she's had issues where she's like passed out on stage of her show. Right. And yeah, like that. so we've like, seen it. Yeah. 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 Totally. I have to believe there is some type of health issue behind the scenes, whether or not she's healthy enough to work. I'm assuming that perhaps it's like people think that, you know, this has the potential to be a liability. And so it's easier to put somebody in who's more accountable, unfortunately. But I just I think there is something going on with her health. I really, really do. Yeah, I mean, I but also at this point, what is the if you're a celebrity, why not? share with us what it is. So we don't worry. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, well, now we're worried about Wendy Williams. Like, I know. Just let us know let, if something's wrong, let us know. Like, you know, like that, don't keep it shrouded in secrecy. Cause I think we know that our minds will go insane and make up insane rumors, things that don't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, Wendy Williams is trapped by aliens. Who knows? You know, <laughs> we really will say anything, but I think she didn't want, or she doesn't want to admit to that because she wants her show back. 
So if she owns up to having health issues, then it just proves their point is valid. Yeah. And whereas now maybe she can continue to fight to try and get her show back or get a show on another network or something like that. Like, so I feel like she has logic into not admitting things, but I don't know. I just feel like there's something, there's something going on there. Congratulations to Britney Spears for signing a $15 million yeah. book deal. Um, I hope this isn't just a book of her Instagram captions, but butterflies, it, uh, kittens. It's just like a it's a dance tutorial book. The, the one chapter is just like, <laughs> fuck you, Jamie Lynn. Uh, fuck you, mom. Fuck you, dad. Um, I love, but by the way, I was like, 15 million seems low. I feel let's give her 25. Mm-hmm. Let's see, you know, I mean, and I'm curious who the ghostwriter will be on that. Like, gonna say, so I'm many... like, who's actually writing this? Yeah, like, who's like, who's sitting down for those? That needs to be a documentary of Britney putting together yes. her book. But I oh, will right. read the hell out of it. I mean, I'll even read. I won't. I, I'll do this. I'll read it with my own eyes. I won't even listen to the audiobook. <laughs> That's how much I am supportive of this book and her story. I cannot wait. I think it's. It has the potential to be fantastic and completely catapult her back into the public eye with an entirely new lens. Like I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, so I totally agree. Also, uh, sorry to all the ladies out there. John Mayer has tested positive for COVID. Uh, and this started last week where a couple of his band members tested positive for COVID when they did the Madison Square Garden show. He had to rearrange things. Questlove came on as a drummer. They did a lot of acoustic things. And it turned out supposedly to be a beautiful night. In fact, Sophie Ross actually did go to it and said she had the time of her life. So, uh, but thoughts and prayers to, to John Mayer, who will have to cancel the next couple of the shows. He's now gotten it twice in the last year. Oh my gosh. Well, I went to, he, before he kicked off that tour, he did like a small, like it's like serious, small something serious. Oh, did you go to the Palladium show? Yes. Yes. So I went to the Palladium Son show. Of a, how did you get to go to the Palladium show? So Kay invited me cause she had an Damn extra ticket. Oh Freaking Kay. And so, um, it was amazing. I did not realize like how amazing of a guitarist he was and everything like that. Oh. Like I had heard these things, but I've never seen him live, but Ryan, like, to this day, and GQ also wrote an article completely validating me, like he wore these pants that were these like amazing linen trousers and nobody can tell me where these pants are from, but I've been thinking about them. Wait, 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 what, what are they? They're lit, lit They trousers? were linen trousers with like combat boots, this like kind of cream taupey color and a black t-shirt tucked in with a black belt, very comfortable. And I was just like, I need to know where these pants are. And then GQ a week later came out with an article and they were like, we need to talk about John Mayer's big pants energy. And I'm like, yep, we do. But they didn't put, they didn't put in the article who they're designed by either. Wow. I, you know, I'll keep an eye out when I go to old Navy next time to see if old Navy is, uh, (laughs) they always do uh, fast, affordable fashions, but, um, That's uh, by the way, John Mayer, I saw him at with grateful dad this year for the first time. And I've never seen grateful dead either, but it was like, sometimes it's just not fair, man. Like, it's like, John, leave a little for the rest of us, man. Like John, like, I mean, just like I was even ooing and annoying. Like, it's just not fair. That's what it is. And then he's like, kind of like, I hate to even admit that he's like, he makes me laugh and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I love to dislike people so much. And I want to dislike him so much. That you can't, I have I no feelings. Like I was like, never like John Mayer is hot. And then I go to this concert and I leave and I'm, you know, I'm posting daddy memes about him. Left right. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately sexualizing, Immediately him. It's not about sexualizing him. Hands down. I can own it. Uh, so finally, sorry, apologies, uh, apologies go out to the queen who we misidentified as dead this week, which happens when you're in the public guy, I guess. Of course. And Hollywood <laughs> Unlocked, Jason Lee, the website 
uh, stood by his story for a very long time saying that he had sources and he wouldn't take it down for the longest time, which is really funny. Cause it, I was like, at some point he will be right. Mm-hmm. If he just like, eventually she will die and he'll be right. If he just waits. Um, but the queen is still alive. Um, for now, I would say, keep an eye on that, but also how fun to be alive for your, your, your death rumor, you know, you like, know? Isn't fun, that so nice. Potentially. It's very interesting um, to see, but it was that. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't even know if these are meant to be fast hits and I'm sorry. I'm going on these mini tangents with you. No, 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 no. I just don't, I know. I don't want to abuse your time. I, you, I have a, I just don't want to abuse your time. That's no, why I was totally. going fast. No, this is what bothered me about that was that I had, I put on a tinfoil hat and I had a conspiracy theory because every time he posted about the queen, he posted about Kanye and his collab with the gap launching. He posted about the Donda two concert, the Donda two album. And I'm like, you posted this to just drive tons of views to your page to help promote Kanye, who's now your BFF, giving you an exclusive interview because you're the only one that will talk to him and you're friends with Julia Fox and yada, yada, yada. And so it's just like this, again, the behind the scenes conspiracy. I'm like, you're just hyping up your friend by making up a flat out lie. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's, I mean, it's just so... It's so upset. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, you know, because, you know, we can amplify. Like, I almost, I I had made a Queen is Dead post and I left it up for five minutes because I was like, oh, and I remember I was with my my friend whose dad was dying and I was like, let me get this out of the way so I don't have to comment on it later, which is just so sad on so many levels, I realized. Yeah. And I left it up for five minutes and I was like, wait, why am I not seeing TMZ? Why am I not seeing? And I, I took it down because then I was like, that's, I don't want to be known for, like, right. I don't break stories. I just make fun of stories and I don't, I can't imagine like, if that's the case, I'm just going to do a different person dying every day and just like be a fake death account, you know? And that's why it's like, y'all are posting this breaking news, but like you actually, like no one else is reporting it. If no one else is reporting it, it's not true to me. So well, we do that with Bravo all the time too. And we're all wrong. Yes. Like we're wrong most of the time. In fact, Winterhouse just started filming this past Friday and the cast list got released last week, supposedly to Bravo accounts. And they had left Luke off of it. And then I knew for one that Luke was going on to it because I talked to Luke a couple of weeks ago and I was told I can't talk that he's going on, but he is, you know, like I had already talked about mm-hmm. this. I talked with the PR. And so I saw this cast list and they're like, Luke is definitely not going. I was like, did something happen? Did something? And then of course I see, Best of Bravo today go, oh, uh, there has been a Luke is at the winter house. I'm like, don't believe anything until just everybody wants to have the information. Like, it's so weird. We all want to be the first to break the story. And it's like they I read this article again with this West Elm Caleb. It's this like witch hunt TikTok trend. It's this mindset that we all have now that everyone wants to like break a story on TikTok. And it's turned into this thing where we're just like, so thirsty for sensationalism and to self-sensationalize. Well, the West Elm Caleb thing is interesting too, because it's like, wait, so if you're a bad dater, that's going to be like a breaking story. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're like, wait, I, I, TikTok's going to be like, hey, tell you what, I, there's tons of bad data. I'm a bad dater. Like there's bad daters <laughs> out there everywhere. And like that, that, we're talking about a, there was a thing on TikTok of you guys, this guy, West Elm Caleb, this girl, and they realized this girl was dating a lot of people and doing the same things, but it wasn't doing the same things in terms of like he was um, abusing. I mean, you know, he was he literally was dating them. Like making them into him and then ghosting, which is very 
typical thing that happens in dating culture right now. Yeah. And they got a great playlist out of it because I have somebody made a copy of it and it's bomb. But <laughs> I'm just I like, mean, I've been ghosted. Like, I mean, like that is like everybody, you know, I feel like, but like, but I never thought like, you know what I should do? I should make a TikTok about this. Yeah. You know, like I would be embarrassed to make a TikTok about me <laughs> getting ghosted of like, you know, and pointing backwards to some kind of picture like you do in TikTok, which I still haven't figured out how to do that. I'll like, give you, we'll do a tutorial one day. Um, I got uh, you. Well, this has been amazing. This really was so so special for me. This was such a great week. I was worried with Sophie off, but you really made it so amazing. Lex, um, so we know your podcast is called One Last Thing. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You rate and review it there as well. Uh, and new episodes will just show up in your feed. Also, there's very something very special happening this week for Lex. I will be putting it in my Instagram stories on Tuesday or Wednesday to let you know where you can find her. But it is something that I am insanely jealous of and I cannot wait to watch. And we are going to tell you all about it when it happens because we can't right now but it is so cool you guys and then of course lex nico on instagram on tiktok she's like got millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of views and she like talks about real things like she's doing right here and you got an open invitation to always come here anytime thank you, want. you. i and, have the um, best time when we get to kiki no really i think this is really yes. like we do we we do good at this we do we, we good <laughs> like i'm like i can't we good job dude yes. um <laughs> But this really, this really uh, very exciting for me. And anything else that we need to know about coming up? No, that's everything. I am super excited for what I can share this week. But as you said, cannot talk about it right now. We can in a couple of days. And I really appreciate you also sharing it on your uh, page as well. So that if people want and to- And by the way, this isn't BS like you guys, like where I'm like, hey- Yeah, this is an influencer secret project Jax type Taylor's, stuff. Yeah, this isn't Jax Taylor <laughs> saying big things are coming, you know, like this is actually a big thing. So- Yes, um, super fun. But thank you. Uh, we will talk to you hopefully very soon. Amazing. You're the best. I miss you. I can't wait to see you IRL. We're planning it. Because you love you. These- yes. Come out of my house. Love you. Bye. Bye for. <laughs> Betches.